wants to be part, you know, in particular. I want to be part of, of the Holy Spirit movement. Amen. And because of that, uh, I, I, I want to ask everyone who is capable of coming from behind the uh, veil, come here. Thank you. Larry, you have a nice balloon, very nice pink balloon. Hello. Yes. You should give it to Tolik. He doesn't have that kind of balloon. Take it from him. Amen. So we uh, we all get together just to you know to to be in His presence and also to get something from from God. Amen. To bring Him glory and then uh, glorify His name and then uh, get whatever He wants us to to know, to hear, and to live this place uh, with. Amen. And. Uh, you know, when you when you live uh, long enough on Earth, or when when you thinking about your life, constantly thinking about the processes uh, of of your life, you uh, you will you will meet a lot of challenges because there is a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know difficult uh, or dif- different point of views. On, uh, on almost every question that rises in your life. And, uh, and this is probably the biggest battle in life, just to, to, to find out what is the truth. Ariel, what is the truth? Tell me. What is the truth? The truth from, from last, uh, from last uh, meeting that you cannot see there, Right? Because you, you have to sit here, right? That's the truth, and you and you 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 know that, but you probably forgot. Kiruha, you too. This is the only area allowed to to be seated. Just come. All right. Awesome. Thank you. It's not always easy to to uh, you know to submit on the truth. That's a simple example, right? And uh, this is nothing compared to what we do in life. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and before I, I share some, some thoughts with you, uh, I, wanna, I, I want to see uh, one uh, like episode from, uh, from Francis Chan's message. So it's going to take about nine minutes. So we can... Uh, if you... If you can pay close attention with uh, to what he is saying, okay, it's very important. Right. Lately, there have been a lot of discussions about hell, and and it's been good because it's caused me to re-study what I've always believed about hell. And and it's interesting because some of the things that I thought were so clear. They're really not that clear in Scripture. And then there's other truths that I thought were, you know, questionable. And yet the more I study, I go, wow, that's actually crystal clear. But the one thing that's definitely come out of this study of this topic is, wow, it's been so humbling and so sobering. 
I mean, I, I know that I've, I've struggled with uh, pride my whole life, but God's kind of revealed it to a completely different level. I mean, the other day, the image came to my mind of Romans 9, where God compares me to a piece of clay. And he says, you're, you're like a piece of clay, and I'm the potter. And so just that, I thought, wow. That means I'm like a piece of clay trying to explain to other pieces of clay what the potter is like. Think about that for a second. It shows the silliness for any of us to think that we're an expert on him. Our only hope is that he would reveal to us what he is like and then we can just repeat those things. And in and, and Psalm 25, verse 9, he talks about how he explains his way to those who are humble. And so I'm going, hey, God, I want to be humble then because i got to know the truth about you. Humble me. Show me the pride in my life. See, and that, that's why I've been, I've been concerned as I've listened to some of the discussion about hell and, I, and read some of these things that are written because I'm going, the tone in which we use. I mean, we got to be careful here. We have to guard ourselves against, first of all, heartlessness. I mean, do you understand what we're talking about? We're talking about real people here. We can't just have these theological discussions about a doctrine when we're, we're talking about people's eternal destinies here at the same time. And, and then I think about the carelessness we, we can't be careless in this discussion. We can't just argue for our point of view or what we think is right, and so we present our case and we neglect all the other evidence. Man, do, do you understand what we're dealing with here? Well, we got to lay everything on the table and go, look, it's your destiny at stake. So I want to just present all of the facts, everything I can think of in this book, and let you decide, not sway you. Just go, look, here's everything I see we got to make a decision about this. And, and then, maybe the, the thing I'm most concerned about is, is this arrogance. Look, in Isaiah 55, God says, Your thoughts are not like my thoughts, and your ways are not as my ways. He goes, as high as the heavens are above the earth, that's, that's how much higher my ways are than your ways. And that's how much higher my thoughts are than your thoughts. So when we begin an argument with, well, I wouldn't believe in a God who would, who would what? Do something that you wouldn't do? Or think in a way that's different from the way you think? Do you ever even consider the possibility that maybe the Creator's sense of justice is actually more developed than yours? And that maybe His love and His mercy are perfect and that you could be the one that is flawed? See, when we make statements like, well, God wouldn't do this, would He? Do you understand at that moment you're actually putting God's actions in submission to your reasoning? You're in essence saying, 
well, God wouldn't think that way or act that way because I wouldn't act that way or think that way. And, and yet, if when I read the scriptures, man, all through this book, I go, God, there are some things you say that I would never say. There are things you do that I wouldn't think to do. I, I, I mean, even from creation, I go, so Adam and Eve sinned, and, and so you're going to put a curse on the earth? I wouldn't think to do that. And then there's other passages that are even more difficult for me to stomach, like Exodus 32, where the people sin and God tells his priests, here's what I want you to do. I want you each to grab a sword, strap it to your side, and then I want you to run back and forth. And I want you to just start killing people. Some of them will be your brothers, your friends, because of this sin. And I'm reading that and 3,000 people dying going, did you just do that? Or to think about the story of Job and go, really God? It, it seemed like he was one of, if not the most faithful man on earth and you're going to have his family die? You're going to have all of his possessions take away? You're going to have him? You're going to let him be struck with these sores all over his body and suffering? And then I get to the cross Really, God? These people have acted so wickedly. And so your response is going to be, I'll have my son, my perfect son, my only son, my beloved son, humble himself and take the form of one of these human beings. And I'm going to let these other human beings torture him, spit on him, nail him to a cross, and then you're going to have him pay for the crimes of everyone else? I go, I would never have thought to do that. And then, then, then you get to the end and in and, and Revelation 20, how the story ends. And I go, God, you're going to do that to one of your created beings where he takes the devil. In, in Revelation 20, verse 10, it says, the devil, this is God's creation, who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I read that, I go, really? Tormented day and night forever and ever? And then in verse 15, if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Look, there are a lot of things in this book that I go, wow, God, you did that. You thought that. I wouldn't think that and I wouldn't have done that. But when I come to those passages and when you come to those passages, does it even enter your mind? that maybe he knows something that you don't? Or is it always, I have this ability to reason and I have this level of morality and so something in him must be off here or I won't believe in him. Right now, I'm writing a book. It's about hell. It's about one of those things where I think I, I miss God on it in some ways. And I don't want to belittle him. I don't want to draw conclusions that are not true. 
And that's why I'm asking you to pray for me because I know there are things that I want desperately to be true. And I also know that, that, that there's a, a part of me that thinks God ought to do things a certain way. And I don't want to put him under me. I, I want to be honest and say, look, here's all that God has written. I don't want to draw any conclusions that, that aren't there. I don't want to read into it too much. I just want to present this fairly, and I don't want to misrepresent him. And I want to encourage you, as you discuss this, it's good that you discuss these things. But I'm asking you, do it with humility. Confess. Pray fast. And study diligently on this one because we can't afford to be wrong on this issue. Hallelujah. Amen. True. I don't know how about you. I always find myself, you know, guilty when it comes to this guilt and uh and the pastor with with uh big uh experience long experience he is opening his heart and saying there is some things that you you want to be true you want to be true but uh but at the same time we understand that there is only one truth and this is this is our Bible. This is our word, the uh, word of God, actually, in our hands. And uh, <clears throat> that's a real battle, and real, a constant battle in our lives. Amen? Somebody is constantly trying to mess with our lives. Constantly trying to mess with, with our lives. Amen? With our minds. Somebody is trying to do something to do what, uh, what, you know, steer us away from truth steer us away from from god's blessing and uh also there is a fact that we can uh be in the same church together and have different understanding of truth isn't it isn't it uh, true we can be in the same church listening to the same sermons reading the same bible and yet you know have sometimes completely opposite understanding on, on, on some fundamental truth. And, and my question is why? Why? I just always want to find that, that, that answer. Why? Can I ask you, why do you think happening? Just, just, just think, yes. Don't think about anybody else. Think about yourself. That's usually how we get the answer much faster. Comfort. Your own comfort. It's like it's like you you find your comfort spot, and then you adjust everything around you under you know uh, around the comfort zone, right? Okay. Hmm. Judgment. What what about judgment? People are judging you. Yeah, but what about you? 
Okay. Did you hear? Okay. So the source of truth, right? So, so source of truth, and and also uh, uh, your choice of believing. Amen. Something else. Desires. Hmm. Desires. In- influence, yeah. Desires, influence, yeah. Worldview. Huh? Worldview. What did you say? Worldview, yeah. Okay, that's okay. Anything else? Makarchik, you you sitting in forbidden zone. You can, you can, you can move to to holy bunch. <laughs> right here there is still there is still yeah you can you can sit next to andre if you want andre is 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 a holy uh is a holy brother yeah <clears throat> all right <clears throat> and that's true and that's true we're all uh we're all uh struggling in this area because one day we feel like we we're getting there. One day we're feeling like we we hitting the mark. We we just we just uh, align with God, and then next day something happens. Sometimes you can't even you can't even catch. You can't even clearly understand what happened to you, and you're off. You're completely off. Why? Because somebody is is uh, on a mission. Somebody is on a mission, and we know that. Uh, that the devil has his agenda, and he is—he is a missionary. Uh, he is a very active missionary. He is on a mission. Amen. God is on a mission. God is on a mission to save us, and devil is on a mission to deceive and to destroy all of us, all, our lives. And we have to clear understand. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we understand that God is fighting for our life. Then everything else is is uh, we. We can't even understand what the devil's uh, uh, devil's lie is. It's like okay, the most important is to be uh, uh, to be with God and to be uh, in church and to come to youth youth group uh, and to um, uh, uh, Sunday maybe once once a week uh, to the prayer meeting and but it's it's much more complicated and uh, and if you remember we we heard last uh, last friday message uh about about the grace of god amen very very important and very uh, very i would say juicy topic right juicy topic because because now uh to truth uh, truth is is revealing more and more to us that the grace is not something that God is doing for us. It's grace is something that equips us to do to do God's work and to go further and to overcome sin, to overcome all temptations. And God provided uh, everything, everything that we need. 
to overcome to overcome sin. And uh, we have we have devil who has his main agenda, and he expresses his will through world world uh, through worldly through the spirit of this world, through the spirit of this world. He's spreading his his uh, his agenda, his his values, through you know everywhere outside these walls, everywhere, because outside of these walls or outside of our hearts is his kingdom, and we have to understand that. Amen. The spirit of the world, and you know his agenda is not, or actually. How, how can we understand, or how do we know if we're under his influence? Sometimes we think like, like okay, when his like goal for me that I would deny Christ, that I would renounce uh, my faith, that I would say, you know, uh, I'm an athe- atheist. But it's not true. Devil doesn't want, doesn't interested. He is not interested in, in pushing us to to that stage where, where you uh, renounce Christ. No, he wants you, he wants you to you know to slow down sometimes. He wants to blind your mind, just to make it blind, to, to blind your mind. Call yourself Christian. Come to come to church. And then some, sometimes even quote the Bible, or you know what? Your memory is so good. You remember so much from the Bible. It's plenty. And, and uh, Noah today, uh, you know, revealed us the Christianity in Australia. It's a one out of four, right? One out of four Christ- Christians, right? They come to church once, once a month. And most likely they don't, they don't read the Bible. Because if they would read Bibles, they would come more often. They would be uh, cons- they would be in the church almost every day, every other day, I would say. But when we we comparing ourselves to uh, to uh, those Christians, we're like, wow, we we're doing pretty good. Yes, I miss a couple days a week uh, reading my Bible and, and spending time with with, with Jesus. But I am doing pretty good compared to all these Australians. You know, they are far behind. And I am doing pretty good. That's what the devil wants you to, to, to think. He doesn't want you to, to uh, you know, to renounce Christ. He wants you to slow down and, and, and be happy about, about yourself. Just be happy. Just be happy. And that's it. And uh, one of the... Uh, one of, of the scriptures that I want to read, uh, we can open First uh, Corinthians, actually Second Corinthians, four four. Actually, before before that, uh, yeah, Corinthians, Second Corinthians four, chapter four. And let's let's read from from the beginning, and I will read in. Uh, it's going to be in amplified version. And when I we we take 
uh, New King James Version for, you know, for the base of who reads in, in English. But I'm checking if, if uh, for example, Amplified Version is uh, equivalent or has the same absolutely message. I, I will, I'm always, always double check that it would be, the, uh, has the same, same meaning as, as the New King James Version, okay? And this is Amplified Version. Therefore, since we have this ministry, just as we received mercy from God, uh, granting us salvation, opportunities, and blessings, we do not get discouraged nor lose our motivation. But we have renounced the disgraceful things hidden because of shame, not walking in trickery or adulterating yes, uh, the word of God. But by standing the truth openly in, and plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And then uh, uh, verse 3. But even if our gospel is in some sense hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. Among them, the, good, uh, the God of this world, Satan, uh, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So basically he is saying, we, we not, I am not trying to twist truth. I am here to present the truth. And, and, but there is, uh, we will have a people, like from, uh, from verse uh, 3, but even if our gospel is in some sense hidden, Behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. Among them, the God of this world has, Satan, has blinded the mind of the unbelieving, unbelieving. So he is saying that we're presenting the gospel. The gospel has power. That we bring the gospel. But there are some people that gospel uh, cannot reach. We're preaching the gospel, but they are like behind a veil. They cannot understand. They cannot, they cannot take it. Why? He said, there is, a, there is a reason. Because God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. See, blinded the minds. So when he blinds, uh, blind, blinds uh, your mind... Okay, my question. How can I know that I will not be able, or how do I know that I will not fall into temptation and be deceived? Is there any, is there any guarantees? Is there any guarantee that, uh, uh, that I, will, uh, uh, I will not fall into, into you know, temptation and, and, and deception 
and, and be, you know, be blinded by, by devil. Here, it says right here. Actually, it says right here. He blinded the minds of unbelieving. Unbelieving. And you know what? Believing or not believing, it's in, in, in our power. It's something that we that we have to we have to deal with. We I have to you know make decision to believe or or not to believe. That's me. That's on everyday basis I am choosing. That's why I'm saying when we get together, we go into the same church, reading the same Bible, but we're having this absolutely different point of views on, on very on a very crucial points, very fundamental truths. Why? Because one people believe, other people don't believe in truth. You know what? Coming to this youth, the most common words probably here, Jesus is Savior, Savior, Jesus is Lord, submit on the will of God, look for perfect will in your life, right? Uh, uh, Power of the Holy Spirit, but at the same time you can see that not everyone is is, is touched by, uh, by, by those statements. Not everyone is submitted under, under this world. I mean, under this word. Under this word of God. So what was what, happening? We're all here. We all know. But it's not touching everyone. The word of God is not touching everyone. We need to understand, we need to understand truth. And the word itself, understand, means understand. So basically, you have to submit yourself under this word. Under the word of God. Understanding means submission. I just accept you above me, above my understanding. I accept you as a truth. Above me. That's what understanding means. Okay, you understand. And then you accept. You said, I accept. When you said, okay, I understand. I submit myself. And, and, and then I accept the challenge. I accept it. It means that you are uh, turning on the understanding. And you are uh, switching into active active. Uh, active mode. You start uh, living this word. You start prophesying. You start sharing. You start uh, renewing your mind in this world. In this word. Why is it that, that important? I, it's very fine lines in our lives. Very fine lines. I just want to try to overcome uh, my accent. Try to overcome my English. It's very important. No, I'm serious. It's very important. Try to forget that I'm speaking with, uh, you know, with, uh, with accent. And maybe uh, do some mistakes. Me and Allah, we went to, to Kirkland this uh, Tuesday. We just decided to... to you know, to spend time together for a couple hours, we just walked uh, through, you know, through the main street in, in, in Kirkland, 
And, uh, and I had feelings. I had some feelings in, in there. And feelings that are not very pleasant for me. It was a good time for, for, for us. It was nice. It was, it was a warm day. But I had the strange feelings in me. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't you know, get rid of. And what is, what is that? Is that different kind of thoughts start, start uh, you know, uh, bombarding my mind. Do you know what kind of thoughts? Relax. It's, it's like Kirkland is kind of built for advertising the, the worldly, uh, the, 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 uh, the spirit of this world. Beautiful buildings, you know, the beach, people laying, people playing bas- volleyball, some, uh, some jumping off, uh, you know, of, of the uh, uh, dog, yeah, deck, and then boats here. You, you, you go and you, you walk in the street, there is, there is a coffee shop, there is a, uh, you know, uh, cloth, uh, clothing uh, store, you know, there is cool cars on, on the street. And it's like everything is kind of, kind of pushing you to think about all of this. Oh, look at this design! And you like, like projecting these thoughts into your life. Like, oh, oh, this car. Okay, how much this car would would would, would cost? Okay, that much. Hmm. Would, will I ever uh, afford this car? And all kind of thoughts like that. Okay. Oh, see how you no. Know, that person holds holds you know the the the, uh, um, uh, the coffee coffee mug. See, there is a style, there is a style, and it's like everything around it just trying to trying trying to relax you. I don't know if you if you ever had these feelings, but I've and it's it's like some and I'm I'm not against Kirkland. I'm not against uh, these places. It's nice places, but I sense danger from my heart. I just wanted to relax. And it's not, it, it was not just uh, relax like, uh, like rest. You know, like you need rest. It was relax. It's like my mind was pushed to be relaxed where God has so little in that relaxation. Where your thoughts are, are uh, uh, where your thoughts start changing the course, that you you start thinking thoughts that you usually don't think. And I was like, "Oh God, I, I, I It's like it's like alarm system inside of me start start you know screaming, and I was like, "Okay, now I have to do something with it. I have to deal with that." And then, and then another uh, thought came, it, uh, uh, th- uh, came to me. I was like, well, maybe it's time for you to relax and enjoy life. See how many people enjoying life. Maybe it's time for you to relax. And for you, devil would probably offer something else. But, you know, there is a place I understood that there is some places that are anointed by uh, by spirit of this world, and I and I t- 
today I can I can already uh, say there is three places that where I felt the same thing. One of them, Kirkland. One of them, uh, 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 Times Square, New York. And and Los Angeles, Hollywood. I had the same feeling, like there is a like a special anointing to change the course of your life. To change the course of your life. And I have to do, uh, I have to deal with it. I have to do something with that. I have to fight. And I have to submit my thoughts under his authority. And you know what? I turned away. And I, and I almost, I was ready to cry. I was like, I feel like I'm losing, I'm losing the God's perfect plan in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm just here standing and feeling that I am, I am starting to dream what this dream is dreaming right now. Huh? What what's the world is dreaming about right here. And it's very dangerous for me. And I just wanted to, to just to dive in, into, into, into God's presence and say, God, this is not why I'm here. This is not why I'm here. I'm here to bring gospel. I'm here to establish your kingdom. I'm here to be the prophet in the nation. To be the prophet in the nation. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to surprise you. And I'm not going to impress you with, 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 with a nice car. And I'm not against nice cars. And I'm not against, against the qualities in your life. But they all have to be submitted on the perfect will of God. And we need to understand. We need to, all of us, we have to get together and say, you know what? There is something that, that, has, to be, that has to be under all of us. Or, I mean, above all of us. And this is, this is the, uh, the, the will of God. This is the word of God. We have to take this Bible and say, what, it, what is it saying? What the Bible says about about. Uh, about um, about my future. We were we were singing we were singing that song uh, today, right? Take me by by the hand and show me uh, what's your what's what's your plan what's what's your planning? That what's your planning? Take me, and everyone was singing. But it's it's a, it's a very serious words. Take me by the hand and show me. So basically saying, take my hand and, 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 and just, just lead me. Just lead me, whatever, whenever. That's why we're starting to pray for, for, for different countries. Australia needs God. Bethel needs God. And, and, and we need God. And only when we're under God's authority, we can, we can make changes. When we're under His law, His perfect will, when we push away all kind of worldly views uh, uh, in, in our life, then we will be able to, you know, uh, uh, we will be able to, to stand for God. The world has his plan. That's what I, w- I was talking to, uh, to, to that person Last week, I think, yeah, last week, when I met with him, and he was, he was in a in a in a in a deep pit, right, in a deep pit. 
in a desperate need of, of changes in his life. He was in crisis, in a, in a serious you know, stage where he needed, he needed changes. Otherwise, his mental state would, 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 you know, huh? would crash, and all his family would fall apart, his everything. And when I start uh, talking to him, start explaining everything, he accepted, just, but the just half of truth. And that's what bothers me. He, he did not deny Christ. He said, yeah, Jesus is my Savior. And he started actually telling me or quoting Bible, Bible verses. He knows better than me. In English. Yeah, in English. And then, and then I was like, yeah, that's what you need. And then he switches and he is talking about something, you know, of, of you know, that, that is not, you cannot, you cannot serve two masters, right? You cannot, you cannot be 100% with God and for God and, and, and then in a second, uh, you know, share a, a dirty jo- a joke with me. It's impossible. It's almost, I mean, it's, it, it is impossible. But for him, it's, it was totally fine. And I was like, man, you're just hurting yourself. You're trying to restore. And I'm telling you how to restore your life. And you're like hurting, hurting yourself. You're just pushing you back again by, by silly joke. You have to take care of your soul. You have to, take, uh, you have to present your soul before God and, and understand what he loves, what he likes, and what he hates. And then he's talking about uh, some, some uh, musical con. con- you know, contest, musical contests that he is gonna he is gonna participate. You know, with with all these moves and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, people don't understand. People think that that they are saved because they they repeated uh, their prayer, but but it's not true. That's why they they don't have the power in their lives. Because, because devil blinded their mind because they're un- unbeliefs. I'm deciding to believe or not, not to believe. And beliefs comes when, when, when I submit myself under, under his, his law. When I say, God, I submit myself under your law. And very sad truth and the pastor told in the church that truth. And I am repeating very sad truth. But most likely, not all of who comes to church of the living God will be saved. There will be people who just decided to have their own understanding of Christ. Their own understanding of hell. That's why we're dealing with this problem. Fifty years ago, we, we didn't we, we were not talking or people were not talking about about uh, you know defi- def- uh, changing the definition of of hell. Everybody understood that the hell is a place where people you know suffer you know the whole eternity. Right now, see, 
totally different and even churches and i even know the people who were leaders in our church they 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 thinking the same thing one saved forever saved, saved gospel actually creeps into the, into church why because it's it it pleases me it makes me feel better but but who leading who you leading christ Take me by your hand and, and show me what, what's your planning. Or take, uh, give, me, give me your hand and I will show you what's my planning. That's, that's how it looks in reality. But we have to be sober. We have to be sober. We have to be sober. We have to submit under God and say, God, show me your definition. I need to define what is what the truth is in my life. And one more scripture. One more scripture. And it is Proverbs uh, chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Starts with... Uh, with uh, verse, one, uh, verse 1. Hear, O children, the instruction of a father. Right? Sounds, sounds very, very nice, very good. Hear, O children, the instruction of of a father and pay attention and uh, so and be willing to learn so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment right so that you would you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment what do you need to do for that you need Hear, O children, the instruction of a father. How father have instructions. And pay attention. In English, pay attention is, is I, I like how it, how it uh, actually sounds. Pay attention. So basically, you have to pay. You have to, you have to do something. You have to sacrifice. You have to, you have to do something. It's not like, oh, uh, what else? Okay, it's not pleasing me. Pay attention. It's like you, 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 you're trying to, to, you know, to twist yourself. Not, not, not the truth, not, not somebody else, but yourself. It's like, yeah, pay attention. It's like, oh, okay, it will cost me. What cost? But you understand that you pay for, for big result. You're paying the price for big result. And pay attention and be willing to learn so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment. And... Uh, in verse 20 it says my son pay attention to uh, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn again pay attention and be willing to learn sometimes we pay attention we understand the word but we're not willing to learn but to learn is basically is changing learn we learning means we changing we learning means we 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 adjusting ourselves we, we're not adjusting everybody uh, around you but i am adjusting myself Learning process is adjusting myself. 
When we come out of this building, ask yourself, uh, what did you learn? So basically, how did you adjust yourself? What, what kind of adjustment had, ta- uh, uh, had, had place in, 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 in your mind? Did you come out of this building believing more than before in God? Because if you, if you start believing, then Satan has no power over you. He cannot blind your mind. Because when you blind... So the power of, 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 uh, of a gospel, ha, no, gospel has no power over you. Then the God cannot, uh, do you remember what we, what we just read uh, uh, before that? Uh, the Satan, uh, Satan has blinded the minds of unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the uh, illuminating light of the gospel. So that's the light of the gospel comes, comes to, 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 to our life. And then come, come back to, uh, to what uh, 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 Solomon is writing. Open your eyes. Uh, my son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings. Open your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. Also, do not learn. Uh, do not let them escape from your sight. So, it all the uh, the truth is always have to be somewhere close. Keep them in the center of your heart. What, why the center? What is the center? Very uh, uh, so important because the center is actually the place that you can see from different angle. From all you know, corners of your heart, you can see the center. And you can compare yourself to that, to that truth. You can compare yourself to, to the center. Keep them in the center of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over the, uh, uh, your heart with all diligence. For from it flow the springs of life. This is amazing. This is amazing. I, and when we read the life of, or, or uh, today's, today's the scripture that we have in the Bible plans. Um, the king, Hezekiah, on Panglish, Hezekiah. Is actually the great example when he submitted himself under truth, under God's will. And then the last verse, you can hear that, and he was, and he was prospered. He he prospered because he submitted himself. He just pushed himself. He just decided to change to learn about God, and he prospered. I want all of us to prosper. And my, my question is, do you like to hear truth? Do you like to hear truth? What if this truth is not something that, that, that is pleasing to you? Do you still love, like to hear it? That just give you a, a, a simple, simple example. Two weeks ago, we came to work, we came to work here in the morning. And then 
you know, Didier Володя, it's a Nadia. Do you, do you know? The former uh, uh, neur neurological uh, neurosurgeon, yeah, neurosurgeon doctor. Uh, and, and his beautiful wife, Nadia. Amazing, amazing couple. And, 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 and they came to church and, and we met on, uh, on a parking lot. And she said, and she, she came up to me and she said, Dima, uh, can I say something? I said, okay. You know what? You gained some weight. <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need to work out. You need to lose some weight. It doesn't look good on you. I was like, good morning. <laughs> good morning. And I was like, thank you. Good morning. And I said, you know what I said? Thank you so much. I appreciate your, your honesty. honesty. And I went, and I went to... Uh, you know, uh, went back to work, and I was uh, start thinking about it. I was like, "Who else came to me <laughs> in church and told me that?" There's probably more people would. I mean, Sami, you know, gaining weight, but nobody came to me and he said, "You know, it doesn't look good on you." And I was like, "Hmm, okay, is it truth?" And I and I just like came to the, to the, to the mirror like. Hmm. Yeah, it is truth. It is true. Wow. And then I, I used the you know the scale, and I was like, wow, amazing. I'm, I'm, growing. And you know what? Out of that, I had two choices. I could make two choices. I could I could say, you know what? Forget about it. Or I could say, you know what? I can do something about it. I can really do something about it. And I decided to do something about it. I was like, okay. It's gonna. I have to pay attention to. So pay attention means means to sacrifice something, right? And I said, Allah, no bread, no eating after you know certain hours and stuff like that. It's just like watch, okay? Be a, a, a dog, watch dog, watch dog. Uh, uh, just 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 be on my shoulders and just just uh, you know don't let me uh, you know skip or uh, skip or escape. Escape, escape the drill. And so it's like, she, I mean, she is not used to, you know, watching, uh, you know. And she's like, okay. And she was pretty good, actually. I didn't know that you, you can. I thought you, you just say yes and then, then will be feeding me again and again. But uh, the moral of this, uh, it's, just, it's just a simple, a simple, um, Example, when somebody, when somebody, I'm not sure if, if, if I'm not telling you to, to go and, and say everyone, uh, you know, you look, I mean, you're gaining weight or something like, something like that. But it's, it's a very, no, очень грубая, грубый может быть пример, but it's something that, and I know that Nadia loves me. She loves me. And she, she, she shared this out of love, not out of, it's like, ah, you lose weight. She, sh she shared uh, uh, with love. And I felt that. No, sincerely, I felt that. I was, I was totally, you know, wow, yeah. 
It was like, it was like a push, uh, 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 push button in my life. That's what I needed. Because I saw that, I, I, you know, but I needed a push button in my life. Somebody is saying you, uh, is telling you truth. Somebody is telling you truth. And you know that it is true. You know, sometimes even people will even tell you truth with a different approach. Different approach, right? No, different uh, motive or different, you know, delivery. Or sometimes you can, you, you, you're not even going to uh, feel love from these people. Right? But you have to recognize it is truth. And I like that too. I learn it to like it when people do it without love. No, seriously. And I understand why. If, if, it's, a, if it's truth, I don't know, it's, it's their problem if they don't love me. But it's a truth. And it's revealed to me. And I understand that I can do something about it. I accept it because I want to be changed. Somebody showed me a mirror, and I, I don't uh, and I don't care if it's an angry person showed me a mirror, or it's, it's like very uh, you know, loving person showed me a, a mirror. I saw myself, and I know if I am changed, then I can I can I can be a hope for that angry person that 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 you know didn't show me the love of God, but he he showed me the mirror. So. So what, what I'm saying, sometimes you hear a truth from from person who maybe doesn't show you love. It's not reason to, re, to resist and refuse the truth. Just accept it. Be smarter. It's about you. It's not about that person. We're talking about you. We're talking about changes in your life. We're talking about eternity. And accept it. I'm just, this is... This is just advice. Just accept it. Come to God. I mean, that person is not going to change you. But God can. And if it's truth, yes, allow God to change you. And he will. We need to change. There is a huge pressure on you guys. And to be honest, I don't blame you. None of you. There is a devil who who doing his evangelical part in our society. And we have to increase of doing our evangelism among ourselves and behind the walls. Amen? But be careful where, where you're going. Be careful where you're going. Sometimes we're going, we just don't even understand that this, this place is anointed by, by unclean spirits. Some, sometimes you just, you just, почему нельзя идти? Just don't go there, it's not a good place for you. Just seriously, it's not a good place for you. It's, it's a trap. It basically, uh, it's a place, huh? It, it, it's a place to stimulate or to start your feelings. And the feelings is going to be the fuel for your, for your engine. And that fuel is so, you know, so powerful that you will, you will find yourself in a totally different, you know, side of the map 
instantly. You can find friends there. You can find love. You can find relationships. You can find desires and dreams, but not of God. Not out of God. Because there is a... uh, there's anointing in some places. Demons and, and, and unclean spirit anointed places. Be careful about that. And I suggest that we go to that places only to preach gospel. Amen. Okay, Allah wants me to sing, uh, to, uh, not to sing. Yes, okay. Okay, I will, I will, okay. The first uh, uh, word actually sin. So I, I, I sing. Sin will take you further than you ever intended to go. It will cost you more than you ever expected to pay. And it will keep you longer than you ever intended to stay. Amen. That's, that's what uh, sin does to you. And uh, uh, in the end, I just wanna, just wanna offer you a prayer. And we, if we all can pray together, Amen. I know all of us are suffering, all of us are fighting. Oh, that would be the the right word. All of us are fighting. I was fighting in Kirkland, and I need to and I need to overcome that feeling. I need to fight and conquer that feeling. And all of us are fighting. And I expect all of you to be, to be active in this prayer. We need to say yes to God. We need to say, God, change me. I just want to pay attention to what you're saying. I just want to submit myself under your authority. I just want to make right choices in my life. That you would be, that you would be glad that I'm listening. That, that, you not be, uh, that you would be satisfied with my life. I want my life to be said. Uh, 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 to, I want you, okay, to to be pleasing to you. Yes, pleasing to you. Amen. Let's stand up and just just think about your life. Okay, just think about your life. Think all fights that you uh, that you had last last week. All challenges when you were reading the Bible. And when you were in the presence of God and you felt that you're so holy and then next day you went, you went to school and you lost all of this. You lost all this feeling and you were like, God, where are you? But we forgot that we are on a devil's turf we are went on his territory and we need the power of the Holy Spirit in us and we need to learn in our lives we need to learn how to take the everything the feeling the faith the understanding the power of of the Holy Spirit the power of God's Word and how to bring it bring it outside how to bring it bring it out into our workplaces how to bring that atmosphere of the Holy Spirit there in those places how to keep
keep believing in God and in His Word that He would always have that that He would always affect us that God would always affect us with, with His light that His light would go through our lives and cleanse us And I just, I just want to offer you a prayer that we're all going to just start praying for ourselves. For ourselves. Right now, for ourselves. Just pray for yourself. Just, God, I want to be a warrior and I want to be a winner. I want to be a conqueror. Yes. On a daily basis. I want to pay attention to your words. I want to pay attention to, to what, what you want me to do.